Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. <laughs> Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we'll hear music and interviews from Ozark original singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Caleb Ryan Martin, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Down in the vault, Mark Jones has found an archival recording of Ozark original Dave Leatherman performing a Leuven Brothers classic. And author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage speaks with Ozark Folk Center craft director Jeanette Larson about the magic of fiber arts. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Caleb Ryan Martin is an acoustic bluegrass, folk, and roots musician hailing from the hills of Fayetteville, Arkansas. Looking like a man from leaner and meaner times, Caleb has traveled and played music all across the Midwest and Gulf Coast region, singing with expressive vocals, playing guitar, and picking the banjo. Here are some classic songs he recorded live on our stage. Would go to my I pretty much like lived at my grandparents growing up and uh, would throw on the records that my grandparents had, which was like a gospel Elvis record and then like a bunch of bluegrass and folk music like uh, Pete Seeger, 
and they had a ton of Ralph Stanley and Stanley Brothers and Bill Monroe stuff. But I remember like the first time I came here was with my grandparents and I was something like I was about nine or something. And I remember hearing kind of old time string band music here. And uh, I don't I vaguely remember that. But that I mean, we grew we grew up coming here all year. I don't remember. I don't remember like the exact like what age I was when I first heard that. But cause I remember one time um, I was staying here with my grandparents and they were uh, they took me down on the square to pick in some of the circles. And they were telling me about the hootenannies and stuff here. The first, the very first pick and circle I was ever in here was awesome. It was with Scott and Shea Poole at the Mountain View uh, Music Store here. That was, that was an awesome jam. We jammed for like hours. I remember whenever I first started like to want to learn bluegrass music, like learn how to play it, was uh, here in Mountain View after I got booted out of a pick and circle for not knowing a bluegrass standard. I was like, oh, I'm going to learn all the yeah, bluegrass might- standards I can. I'm happy it happened. <laughs> On the banks of the river Is where the willow hang down In the wild bird walk Where the low morning sun Way down That's where I first listen to the lies that you've told. I lie in my bed and I see your sweet face from the past I remember, but time cannot erase. The letter you wrote me, it was written in shame. Fill up my shotgun 
with rock salt in it. I'd fill up my shotgun with rock salt in Thank you. So your grandparents are from Stony Stone County. Your um, your grandfather's from '56, and your grandma was from Timbo, mm-hmm. which is the home of Jimmy Driftwood. Oh know, yeah, one of the founding fathers of the Ozark Folk Center State Park, and um, and he was also a local high school teacher in Timbo too. He so was. Did you have any family that uh, that uh, was in Jimmy's class? Or... My grandma was. Yeah, she would. Uh, she's told me stories about coming. I think I think he was a history teacher. And uh, she would come to class and he'd be playing his guitar. Jimmy Driftwood, that just like blew my mind. Yeah, Jimmy Driftwood's incredible. I mean, they've told me tons of stuff like that. Like I think I told you uh, Ralph Stanley, my grandparents are huge Ralph Stanley fans. I don't know if this is true or not, but I've always heard that he's he had a house here or spent a lot of time here or something. And my grandparents would talk about seeing him around town and stuff. breaks my heart I'm lost and I'll never find my way you said you'd be true to notice to do and I believe you with all my heart so when you broke every vow that's all over now and I'm left in this world alone and cold I'm lonesome lonesome I'm pining away you said best to part even though it breaks my heart I'm lost and I'll never find my way You also shared with me that you were struggling with epilepsy around that time. Mm-hmm. How did music help or help you cope with that? So uh, my older brother got me into playing guitar, 
And uh, so my dad thought, oh, I'll put him in guitar lessons. Then I started having seizures really bad. And I've, I'd have a I'd have seizures all day long, something for like almost two and a half years. I went to guitar lessons and stuff, and I just couldn't get it, you know, because I keep having seizures and stuff. But whenever I listened to music, it would calm me down so much to where I wouldn't have seizures. And it's like a, now I look at it, and it's like there's actual like music therapy for stuff like that. Yeah, and so at that point, I was like thinking, you know, I want to do something in music one day. So... Besides your brother or your dad, did you have any other important musical mentors early on that helped kind of shape some of the music and the influence that you that you have today? Probably my grandma. My grandma's the only other musical one in our family, and grandma plays piano. She played piano in church and sang in church, and she plays guitar and stuff. And uh, she kind of turned me on to a lot of gospel-type singing, like gospel bluegrass, old-time. Yeah, Southern Baptist. Yeah. Who are some of your, your vocal inspirations? Oh, man. Definitely uh, Carter and Ralph Stanley. Their harmonies uh, 
will almost make me cry. Probably, probably they're like the main ones, Carter and Ralph Stanley, and then probably Bill Monroe, uh, Del McCurry, guys like that. Yeah, Doc Boggs, I guess, is too. Dylan, Bob Dylan. Northwest Arkansas musician Caleb Ryan Martin, playing some great old songs. Caleb began that set with the traditional song, I Wish I Was a Mole in the Ground, then followed with the haunting Rock Salt and Nails. A Carter Stanley song, I'm Lost, I'll Never Find My Way, Going Across the Mountain, and he finished with a song once recorded by Doc Watson, Way Downtown. Let's pause now for a short break. When we come back, we'll be heading down to the vault for a visit with the amazingly talented Mr. Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio.
Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. If you listen to the show very often, you hear just about every week I talk about the vault here under the Folk Center Auditorium where our friend Mark Jones keeps track of all the recorded music over the years. And I like to go down there every week and uh, see if he can pick out some kind of old-time gem recorded years ago here on our stage. Let's go down there now. Hey, Dave, how are you? Well, I'm fine, Mark. Good to see you. Well, good. I'm glad you came down. How's things out at the house? You know, things are pretty good out there. Life life is good. We butchered a couple of chickens this week, so we're eating well, and uh, things are good. Well, good, good. Yeah, a feller can't ever have too much to eat. <laughs> That's exactly around right. Around the house. <laughs> you found any good music for me? Dave, I found... An old song by a friend of mine that was came here. He came from North Carolina and lived here for a while. And uh, he ended up finally going back to North Carolina, but he played some mighty fine guitar while he was here. Who's that? David Leatherman. I remember Dave Leatherman. You know what I remember about Dave? He was the string-breakingest musician I've ever seen. Every night he came here to the Folk Center. Now, this was in the when he was in a bluegrass band, so he was really wailing on that old Martin. He would break a couple of strings every time he went out on stage. It was amazing. That's true. I've seen him break two in one song. <laughs> you know, when you do that a lot, you get really good at changing strings. That's right. He could put a new string on while they were introducing the next song, and he'd be ready to go. Dave was quite a musician, and he uh, not only did bluegrass, but this is an old Leuven Brothers song, and it was written right after the Korean War. Yeah? Yeah. It's, of course, written in Leuven Brothers style, and, and then, uh, but it's, it's a very good recording. From Mother's Arms to Korea. Okay, well, let's hear what it sounds like. From Mother's Arms to Korea And tomorrow I'll face the front line and the next line was wrote by his buddy From a foxhole to a mansion on high They sent her an unfinished diary That she once gave her darling son Was to start the day when he left her And it ended with an enemy's gun from mother's arms to Korea And tomorrow I'll face the front line And the next line was wrote by his buddy From a foxhole to a mansion on high Last night I saw mother kneeling By the old heartstone to pray in my dreams, I thought I was with her, and that's all my mother could say. From mother's arms to Korea, and tomorrow I'll face the front line. And the next line was wrote by his buddy, from a foxhole to a mansion on high. Please tell his sweetheart who's waiting On his ship to anchor at shore 
to change her plans and forget him. His lips she'll kiss no more. From mother's arms to Korea, and tomorrow I'll face the front line. And the next line was wrote by his buddy. From a foxhole to a mansion on high. Well, now, you know, Mark, I've got to say, I never heard that song before in my life. That's a new one on me. Well, I can't remember hearing Dave sing it, so it must have been a night I wasn't here or something, but I really, really enjoy it. Well, thanks a lot for pulling that out for us, and I hope that uh, maybe Dave Leatherman's over there in uh, North Carolina right now and listening to this song. I hope so, too. You've got to hand it to this week's featured musician, Caleb Ryan Martin. Traveling the country, playing 150 to 200 shows per year as a solo performer is not an easy job. Let's hear some more songs from his performance here. Thank you. I do this old uh, Porter Wagner song here. It's called Barefoot Nelly. Ready to pick a wood, sitting on Liam. I said, Chicken Vanilla Shyam. Rung his neck and picked him clean. Funniest chicken I ever seen. Hey, Barefoot Nelly, ho. Beffinelli, all the one for me. Hey, Beffinelli, oh, Beffinelli, hey, Beffinelli, all the one for me. Nelly rode to town one fine day, sitting on old Baylor Hay. Saw that man who tripped in Mars, now she's sitting behind the bar. Hey, Beffinelli, oh, Beffinelli, hey, Beffinelli, all the one for me. you were inspired to perform by a fellow who lived out in northwest uh, Arkansas by the name of 
Jed, Jed Clampett. Clampett. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Jed Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies, no. but a whole different Jed Clampett. Yeah. Tell, tell us about Jed. Jed, uh, he's like my musical grandfather. That guy, he um, he's played, he's worked with like Willie Nelson and Levon Helm and all those big guys, and he's toured all over the world. But he lives in Fayetteville, and uh, whenever I was probably twelve or thirteen or something, I saw him playing, and he's playing solo. I thought, well, I have I have like five or six songs that I know. I can do that. <laughs> and so, and then I uh, met him, and we've been playing music together uh, ever since. And he he introduced me to a lot of the scene up there, and told me how to book gigs and um, how to learn more than five or six songs. <laughs> yeah. I was born one morning when the rain came pouring down. Well, I heard my mama say to my papa, let's call him John Henry Brown. Walk on board, walk on down the road. There ain't nobody in the whole wide world to help you carry the load. I left my mama and my papa just about the age of 10. And Lord, I got me a job working on the levee, toting water for the hardworking men. Walk on board, walk on down the road. Well, there ain't nobody in the whole wide world to help you carry the load. told me some advice I'd like to give to you so find you a woman be good to her then she's gonna be good to you walk on board walk on down the road well, there ain't nobody in the whole wide world to help you carry the load and if anyone ever should ask you just a is that fella brown well you can tell him i'm the fellow who left my hammer smoking when he beat that old steam drill down walk on board walk on down the road well there ain't nobody in the whole wide world to help you carry the load Good. So where'd you play the first time you took your five or six songs and went out and played? <laughs> I played, um, I was living, well, we were, we were living in Springdale at the time, and there's this Mexican place, this Mexican restaurant, and I didn't even call or anything. I just showed up with my gear and asked my dad if he could drive me. And I showed up with my gear, and I was like, can I play here? I'm like, sure. And so that's the first place I ever played. 
was my it, was five it, or six songs. Was it the you know a stroke of luck? Was it beginner's luck or um? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> what made it terrible? Um, I had because I was playing. I had an electric guitar and I had an effects pedal, and I thought, oh, I'm just gonna blow these people's minds with all these cool effects and. And I was singing through a Sure 57 instrument mic, and I didn't know that at the time. But it was just a lot of different things, I guess. They had me back, so. I guess well, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Times ain't now not like they used to be. Oh, times ain't now not like they used to be. I'm telling you the truth. I'm going now, take it from me. I've seen better days, but I'm putting up with thee. I've seen better days, I'm putting up with these. I'd have a much better time if your girls weren't so hard to please. Cause I bought the groceries. And I've paid the rent You know I bought the groceries And I've paid the rent She tried to make me wash her clothes But I got good common sense I should note that my wife really doesn't like this song Sugar and it's salt for salt. Oh, it's sugar for sugar and it's salt for salt. If you can't get along with me, that's your own dang fault. Times ain't now that I like they used to be. Oh, times ain't now that I like they used to be. Telling you the truth, go now, take it from me. Cause I've seen better days, but I'm putting up with these. I've seen better days, putting up with these. I'd have a much better time if your girls weren't so hard to please. What's it like coming home to play music here in Arkansas in, oh. the, in the Ozarks? Oh man, it's it's all it's always awesome. This is where I grew up and cut my teeth and everything. So there's you know there is kind of a fledgling scene out there. It is growing, and there's a lot of folks like yourself, talented young roots and folk musicians that are 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 playing gigs. And have you found that 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 scene has embraced you? Yeah, somebody surprised by it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I played it. I played in Fayetteville uh, two weeks ago, and anyway, it turned. It was a pretty big crowd, and it was for uh, an event they had going on there. And the way they introduced me was like they called me a Fayetteville staple, and that just blew my mind. You know, I'm not. Yeah, you know, I don't think of any. I'm just trying to play music. You know, to me, like the Fayetteville, the, the Arkansas staples are like Earl Kate and Levon Helm and big guys like that. You know, I'm nowhere near that realm, but. Thank you. 
hanging out in that low down rain Watching good time Charlie friends is driving me insane Down on shady Charlotte Street all the green lights are looking red And I wish you back home on the farm in my feathered bed And I got myself a rocking chair to see if I could lose these thin dime hard times are hell on the church street blue. These thin dime hard times are hell on church street blue. Well, I got myself a picker friend and I read today's news. I folded up page 21 and I stuck it in my shoe. Gave a little change to the poor, my good turn for the day. And I took my little wallet and I threw it far away. But I got myself a rocking chair to see if I could lose. These thin dime hard times are hell on the church street blues. These thin dime hard times are hell on church street blues. guitar strings that old black diamond brand I'd string up this old Martin box and go join a band I think I will stay right here and pick and sing a while I'm trying to make a little change to give you folks a smile I got myself a rocking chair to see if I could lose these thin dime hard times are hell on church street blues these thin dime hard times are hell on the church street blues. These thin dime hard times are hell on church street blues. More good music from Caleb Ryan Martin. First, he played a medley of two songs, Barefoot Nelly and Long Journey Home. Next, we heard Walk On Boy, obviously inspired by the song John Henry. Caleb followed those songs with the James Alley Blues, written by Richard Rabbit Brown, and Norman Blake's Church Street Blues, which many will remember by the late Tony Rice's rendition. Let's pause for a minute for another break. When we come back, we'll listen to Charlie Sandage's interview with Ozark Folk Center craft director Jeanette Larson. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Arkansas native Charlie Sandage recently visited with one of the finest weavers around. Here's what he found out about this fascinating craft. 
Jeanette Larson is the crafts director at the Ozark Folk Center, but she is at heart a weaver. Actually, I should say she is a fabric arts artist because weaving is only one step in the long, varied, demanding process that leads from raw material to wearable or usable fabric. It begins, as she describes, with producing those raw materials. During the era the Craft Village mostly focuses on, an Ozark homestead would devote a small amount of its scarce tillable acreage or a share of the family's closely rationed time and attention to the plants and animals that would help keep everybody clothed, warm, and clean. They didn't raise a lot of cotton up here, not commercially, but the homesteads raised cotton. I was lucky enough probably a dozen years ago to visit with Lottis Brewer, who was an old timer here. And when I went out in his barn, I saw all the materials for harvesting and storing cotton. I said, did you guys grow cotton? I was really amazed. He said, oh yeah. He said, we could never grow more than a bale, but that was enough for our homestead purposes. And then we got into talking about flax, which grows wild, but it takes a whole lot of work to process it. You have to rot it or red it. Well, we have a lot of water here. So it's really easy to chop that flax and then throw it into a pond on a homestead basis, let it rot, and then pull your fibers out. We have here at the Ozark Folk Center, we actually have a flax break in the fiber arts shop where you can see where they pulled out that flax, they dried it, and then they beat it. That Ozark subsistence farmstead would pretty much always have a mix of livestock, a few head of cattle for milk and beef, maybe a calf or two to sell a few hogs, for those hams and the sausage that would help get them through the winter. Probably some goats, because they pretty much take care of themselves and yield milk and meat, and then... They always kept a few sheep, which meant that the women in the family had a little bit of wool to spin. They had a little bit of wool to weave with. And by a little bit, I say, if you've got half a dozen sheep, you can pretty much keep your whole family in socks and mittens and scarves and keep them warm. Wool keeps you warm. You wouldn't believe it, but here in the Ozarks, it gets very cold in the winter. It's a really damp cold that just eats into your bones. And wool will keep you warm in that kind of cold. It'll keep you warm when you're damp. It'll keep you warm when you're wet. So wool was a treasure. And so they actually spun that wool and wove wraps, wove blankets. A wool blanket was a treasure that was passed down from generation to generation. We were visiting in the fabric art shop at the center and Jeanette showed me some of the simple frame looms that a homestead family might have brought with them to the Ozarks. But she quickly went on to say that a spinning wheel and a more sophisticated loom might well be among the necessary items for which they would make room in the wagon. Or, given the skills that many such families also brought with them, these would be among the first things to be built by the spiritual ancestors of our folk center crafters. We have great wheels that are wonderful for spinning, mostly for spinning short stapled fibers like cotton. And we have a wonderful array of looms. We have uh, several four harness looms that are great for weaving scarves, all the way up to a loom that's wonderful for weaving blankets. There, we also have a, and a, a weasel, which is an old time piece of equipment 
that is a lot of fun. It's for winding off yarn and measuring out the yarn. And it goes round and round and it's built with a little sound box. And so each time it goes around, the spring inside tightens up a little more and a little more and a little more. And at 60, it goes really loud. And that's where the song Pop Goes the Weasel came from. That's one of our antique treasured pieces that we have here. Then, sitting at one of the four harness looms, she began to describe its intricacies, the warp threads, the heddle, the four harnesses, the reed with its 12 metal bars, the front beams, the beaters, and... The treadles, which are the foot pedals on the bottom of the loom. A loom is a whole, weaving on a loom is a whole body experience. And that's part of what makes it so meditative and so relaxing is your body is doing all this work in a very rhythmic fashion. And it allows your mind to go imagine big things. And so as you're walking the treadles and lifting one, three, two, four, or whatever pattern you want to work, that pattern is showing up in that piece of cloth under your hand. I like to weave very simple patterns. I love tabby. It's one, two, one, two, that very simple back and forth. It, it looks wonderful in towels. It's great in rugs, but I also love twill. Twill is that one, two, three, four that gives you a herringbone. And the sampler that I'm weaving now has both tabby and twill and a few other experimental patterns that I'm going through as I work with this wool. For the old timers Jeanette spoke of, it was about the product, the long wearing clothing or the warm blanket, but I'm pretty sure most of them also shared with her the joy of the experience. You can experience color and texture and color is something that hits you very much inside, uh, bright reds and rich blues. And then when you combine that color with the texture of cotton or wool, and you see all these different colors. And so we really want you to touch and feel. This is a shop where you come in and you'll want to pet things. And we want you to, we want you to experience the joy of fiber art. The Facebook pages of both Ozark Highlands Radio and the Ozark Folk Center feature still shots and some videos taken during our interview with Jeanette Larson. Thanks, Charlie. I thought we might finish up this week's show with a couple more songs from Caleb Ryan Martin, starting with Mountain Dew. This next song, uh, I don't know if you all know who Grandpa Jones is. He's a big figure here in Mountain View. He's a personal hero of mine. And uh, This next one's one that he did. Him and uh, Jimmy Driftwood, if any of you know who Jimmy Driftwood is. He's my grandma's high school teacher. Right here in Mountain View, that's right. Timbo, that's right, my bad. Mountain Dew. 
dig back into music that's 100 or 150 years old what's what's the draw there for you or you think for people that play with you out in the the scene well for me i mean for me personally i grew up around it but also you know i i kind of uh am against uh modern country music and stuff like that i mean i love i love country music but i don't really support uh, I feel like it's kind of in a sorry state country music is right now. And so, I mean, me, on like an average every day, I'm going to listen to like, you know, Del McCurry or the Travel McCurries or something like that or David Grisman. And uh, I don't know. That's that's what I'm drawn to. I wish more people were drawn to that. You know, I wish more people would dig for things that they actually like rather than just what's catchy. I think folk music is... Uh, it's it's like music for everybody, you know. It's not like it's not tainted like I would say like new modern country is. Um like folk music, yeah, it's for uh, it's for everybody, you know. Everybody can listen to it. It's the working people's music. I got the chance to play the Grand Ole Opry pre-show back in October and I uh this is one of the ones that I played there. It seemed kind of appropriate considering it's called the Nashville Blues. It's old Doc Watson song. I've got the blues, them a Nashville blues, and I've got the blues, them a Nashville blues. Ain't got no hair. Lord, the 
treat me right These people here Lord, they treat me right They bring me beer family members like uh, right. my aunt and uncle they have a bluegrass thing duo thing that they do that it's a bluegrass gospel thing and it's it's awesome and uh my great uncle he lives here well he passed away a few months ago but he published a whole book of uh bluegrass gospel music here in mountain view and uh stuff like that and i've always i always loved you know the bluegrass gospel style of there's a whole album of the Stanley Brothers, one of their gospel albums, and it'll just make me cry listening to it. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, Lord, have mercy on this weary soul of mine. May I walk in your light every day. Straight in the narrow, drifting like some ship lost to sea. No light eyes to guide my weary footsteps, and then Jesus answered my plea. Oh Lord, have mercy on this way, soul of mine. May I walk in your light every day? And when I cross that deep sound of river, I'll be happy in my home far away. Bondage of sin, I'm free. He lifted me up to join in salvation. I will live on eternally. Oh Lord, have mercy on this weary soul of mine. May I walk in your light every day. And when I've crossed that deep sign of 
Four more good ones from Fayetteville, Arkansas folk singer Caleb Ryan Martin. We heard Mountain Dew, Doc Watson's Nashville Blues, and a couple of songs by the Stanley Brothers, Home Far Away and Rollin' in My Sweet Baby's Arms. Thanks for listening to our show. We'll be back at the same time next week with more good music from the Ozarks. This is your host, Dave Smith. I'll see you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. (laughs) 